Leslie's is bringing back Pro Days. Leslie's Pro customers can take advantage of chemical early buys, liquid subscription services in selected markets, and the newly launched Relager Rewards program. Ask your local store or salesperson to learn more. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of this podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hey, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. I did a podcast the other day on bringing on an employee, and this is the other side of the coin, what the employee should be responsible for. And I think this is really important for you to go over with the employee, of course. And this is something that the employee should know that they should be doing. Because one of those things that always happens when you bring someone on the service pools is that you're not clear, you don't have clear guidelines, and then things get kind of contentious. So I'm going to go over some ways to prevent that from happening. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Now I mentioned that when you have an employee, you're turning over a portion of your assets to that employee to manage. Basically, they're more of a partner or a silent partner than an employee, because each service account is an asset, and if they lose one account, they can lose you a lot of money if you charge $200 a month. And if you go just off of 10 times that amount that you can sell it for, each pool is worth 10 times their monthly gross. If the employee loses that one account, they just lost you $2,000 in value for for your portfolio, which is your pool route, basically. So any accounts that are lost by the employee cost you money, much more money than them, of course, because they're just getting paid usually per pool. And if they lose that pool, they'll, you'll just give them another pool or they'll ask you for another pool. But you lose 2000 they lose nothing really. And so they're more of a silent partner than anything, and you got to treat them that way. And they have to be aware of the fact that the pools that they're servicing are an asset to you. And make them aware of the fact that you really don't want any accounts lost. If they're having problems or struggling with the customer, make you aware of it so that you don't lose the account. I can tell you, you know, many, many stories of owners of pool routes that go to go visit the account the employee's doing. They get there, the pool has mustard algae. Sometimes the pool is just green. Customers maybe don't call you at that point. They'll just cancel service. Sometimes they'll call you and say your employee's not doing a good job and you go by there and you're really surprised by how bad the pool looks. They may have signed in to the sign-in sheet every day for that month. I've been to an account before or taken over a pool and the employee signed in on the sign-in sheet for the whole month and it was just the beginning of the month. So this is one of those things that you have to be aware of and the employee also has to be aware of the fact that you're kind of partnering with them in a way that they're maintaining the pool route And the pool route has value to them. And I think it's important to explain to them that each pool has a value. If you lose that monthly, you don't have to really go over, you know, how much it's worth if you sell it. But I would say that you just tell the employee that this account is bringing in money every month for me. And if I lose this account, you know, I'm going to lose a lot of money. So I would like you to really focus on your job. And at all costs, I don't want to lose any accounts that I give you. 
So whatever you can do to bring it to my attention if there's a problem. And I really think you have to explain to the employee, not in dollars, not in the amount you're getting every month, but in a sense so they know that you value that account and it means a lot to you. And you can say it like, you know, I've been doing this account for three years. I really like the Jones family. So please, I want you to make sure that the pool is maintained. If you have any problems, call me, let me know. Because you want to emphasize the fact that these accounts have value to you. If you don't do that, the employee loses an account. They may not even think about you and the money you lost because you're not making that point to them. So it's important to explain to them that these accounts have value. This is your business. A portion of your business is each account. And if you if you lose any accounts, you're gonna you you will lose a portion of your business. And it's important that they know this. And so, what are the duties of the employee? I think you need to clearly define them. Maybe have a printout, something simple that tells the employee what they do at each pool. Of course, they're checking the chemistry at each pool. They're logging the chemistry either in a written log in the timer or in an app that you supply them with. Skimmer is a great app. You can have the employees log everything there. They're making sure there's no problems. If there's any problems at the pool, they're reporting it to you right away. And this is really important because sometimes when you have an employee, the customer will call you and say, hey, my pool has a leak by the equipment. And then you'll go there and you'll see a pretty good-sized leak. Maybe it's coming from the air bleeder or maybe from the backwash valve. But you'll see a leak there. And then you, the first, your first reaction would be, I wonder why the employee didn't tell me there was a leak here. I could have been here and fixed it. Having the customer call me is bad because it looks like we're not doing our job. So that's your first thought. And I think one thing that, of course, this happens. The employee kind of gets careless sometimes and not paying attention. They may miss it or they may have seen it but forgot to tell you. So there's all ways why this could happen. So you have to make it clear to the employee. Do a quick equipment scan. Make sure that when you're at the pool, you turn on the pool every time so you can see if there's any leaks or problems. If you hear any weird noises, let me know. But definitely check for leaks because customers just don't like leaks. That's one thing that I found over the years that even if there's like a little drip leak, they just freak out. They're like, hey, my pool's leaking. You know, it's in the world to them. And again, it's extremely helpful if all this is written down on a piece of paper for the employee. So number one, you're checking the chemistry. You're balancing the chemicals. You're balancing the pool water with the chemicals you're adding to the pool to do this. You're also checking the equipment to make sure it's functioning and there's no leaks. And then you're cleaning the pool. Now here's where there may be some divergence in how you want to handle this. I think it depends on your area and how comfortable you are with the employee. And you can kind of diverge here. Now if the employee is someone with a lot of experience, let's say they're, they've got two or three years of experience and you hire them and they're coming from another company, I probably would not require them to vacuum every pool. I would say vacuum when necessary. But if you have a raw employee that's just coming over and you're, you train them, I would say that for the customer's sake, it's not a bad idea to make it a point that they vacuum every pool. Now, I'm not talking about dropping in their manual vacuum hose and you know with the vacuum head and vacuuming each pool. To me, that's not necessary in a lot of cases because you have an automatic cleaner. But it would be a good idea to supply your employee with a bottom feeder or a Riptide SL and that way they can bring it back to every stop and they can vacuum the pool, quote unquote, with their vacuum system. It's going to take them maybe five or six minutes to do, maybe less. But they are vacuuming the pool every time they go there. And I think it's an important distinction 
because you're paying the employee per pool usually. And of course, you want to have the impression that they're cleaning the pool. And I think vacuuming is the easiest way to make that impression on the customer. They can skim the surface, brush the pool, of course, is part of the requirements. But if you make it so they vacuum every pool, not manually vacuum again with the vacuum hose, but with the vacuum system in a lot of cases will serve that purpose. I think it goes a long way in having this established routine for the employee. And they can they know that at each stop, they have to drop their vacuum system in for a few minutes and vacuum that pool. Now, I, I mentioned it can diverge a little bit because if you have a more experienced pool pro that you brought on, they may not. They may balk at this idea because they they may have some more liberty. And if you tell them they have to vacuum every pool, they're gonna they're gonna tell you that it's not necessary. Even with the vacuum system, it's not necessary for me to drop it in there because I make sure I clean the pool and leave it clean each week. And I think that's where you can kind of bend a little bit. But for the new employees, I think to prevent them from getting lazy and sloppy, making sure that in their contract it says they have to vacuum every pool is an important distinction. And it's going to save you a lot of phone calls from customers that are like, hey, your pool guy was here and I just saw him skimming the pool. I never saw him vacuum the pool today. Those calls will come in because they're watching the employee, they're judging him, and they're gauging his level of skill. So I think it's important to include vacuuming every pool in there. And I would advise you to supply your employee with a vacuum system. The Riptide SL, a hammerhead, or the bottom feeder would be the top choices there. And I wouldn't necessarily have the employee vacuum every pool with just a manual vacuum and vacuum. Now, there are certain situations where the pool is dirty and you need to vacuum it. They can definitely use the automatic cleaner hoses. And if every pool has an automatic cleaner, which it should have, they can just take their vacuum head back there and they can spot vacuum the pool. And the customer will see them vacuuming at that point. They're just using the cleaner hoses. So if you don't have a vacuum system or if they don't need it for that stop, have them bring their vacuum head back there so they can connect it to the suction side cleaner and they can vacuum the pool that way. It's all optics at this point because a lot of times you have cleaners in the pool, the pool looks fairly clean, and the customer just wants the employee to spend time there. And you do as well, cleaning the pool so that when they leave, there's not like leaves and dirt there because they are actually paid to clean the pool, balance the water, and do all these duties to make sure that they are doing pool service each week. Another duty of the employee, besides reporting problems, is to, of course, report any parts they put at that stop. Now, a lot of the pool routing apps will have a place for them to enter it. But a lot of times, the employees get busy. They get back to their truck, and they're like, I'll enter it later, or you know, I'll write it down later, however they handle it. So it's really important that you emphasize the fact that if they put in a skimmer basket or a pump basket, and you can kind of double check the invoices they use or the supply invoices. But to me, it takes a lot of time to go through all the invoices and see what they actually picked up at the supplier. And your employee should have signing rights on your account so they can get the supplies themselves. I think it's easier when they're able to walk into the wholesaler and just sign in on your account and get what they need versus asking you to get it and then they go pick it up at your house or something. To me, that adds another layer of complexity and kind of an irritation to employees. They're done with their day. They don't really want to drive to your house to get a pump basket or a skimmer basket. They'd rather just get at the supplier when they get everything else. So make them a signer on your account, but make sure they let you know the parts they put on. One way to do this is to have them give you the invoice and fax it over. Fax it over. I'm dating myself here. You know, scan it into their computer and email it over. I don't know why I said fax. 
email it over to you and highlight what they purchased so that you can see that they, you know, they bought a pump basket, they bought a Polaris wheel for the cleaner or whatever they're buying. And it emphasize the point that every time they put something on a pool and they forget to tell you if it's a $10 part and they do this once a month, you've lost $120 that year, which is not a lot. But in some cases, the employees are putting, you know, grids and D filters, they're putting cartridges in, they're putting more expensive parts at the pool and they're not logging in or telling you. And so that $10 can go up to hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars a year really easily. And so make it a point that, you know, whenever they put something in, somehow they have to notify you. I think the easiest way, in my opinion, you know, logging in the app and putting it in there is fine. But one thing that's really easy is after they get back from the supplier, just have them highlight the areas that they, the high, you know, the circle or highlight. Highlighters don't really actually come out too well in scanners, by the way, but you can, you know, have them circle the items that they purchase. And then that way you kind of have a record of it. And you know that just to double check when you bill the customer that they put that on. But of course, using an app to enter that is much easier on each account. And you just have to make sure the employee is diligent on doing that. But I would always say as a backup, as a secondary way of checking, make sure the employee sends you the invoice with whatever they purchased circled. And maybe if they want to itemize everything, they can do that also. But it's a good idea to have that. That way nothing falls through the cracks because $10, 20 $30 a month adds up really quickly. You know, $30 a month, that's $3,600 a year. And you're losing that money. The money is not recapturable. So the employee needs to know that, you know, they're helping you out by making sure you're not losing money. Because if you lose enough money, you're out of business and they should know that. So if they lose accounts or if they don't tell you they put parts on, this is something that could be a big money drain for you. And it's important that you make them aware of that fact that the reason why you want them to report it is so you don't lose money in your business. Now, some employees are more ambitious than others, and they may want their own pool service route in the future. I would say this is a good talking point to the for the you with your employee, and this is something that you can discuss with them, because I mentioned in the previous one that the non-compete forms aren't really enforceable in California, so if they sign the non-compete, they can still get accounts. You may want to be very liberal with this. You may want to tell them, if you see them at some point, they look ambitious. You can kind of tell which employees are ambitious, by the way and they want to start maybe a partial route on the side, now you can tell them that you don't mind them doing pools on the side if they wanted to do a few pools on the side. And you could you make sure that, you know, they split everything on the invoice. They're not, you know, putting in stuff at their accounts and not letting you know so that you're you're paying for their chemicals and their supplies. So you have to kind of work this out with the employee. This is one of those gray areas where they're using chemicals that are for your accounts, on their accounts, but, you know, it's one of those things where you may have to be pretty liberal about it because to keep the employee, maybe they want to have 10 pools on the side to get extra income. That's something that happens. And I think by you being a little bit liberal about it, you free them up from the thought of taking accounts that would be you your accounts. You can also offer them $200 every time they refer an account to you. Let's say they're not really wanting to start their business, but someone's wanting pool service and, you know, they're out there and they can easily take that account. But if you offer them a little carrot, you know, like $200 if they give you the account, then that sometimes moves the needle and keeps them from taking that account. But the reality is most employees, once they get a little ambitious, are going to want to have some accounts on the side. Maybe they do a couple of their neighbor's pools. You know, it's one of those things where it's really hard to prevent that from happening. 
So accept the fact that if you have an employee doing 70 pools or 80 pools for you, they may have 10 pools on the side that they maintain themselves and invoice and bill because they really want to build up maybe their own service business in the future. And just tell the employee that if they ever decide to start their own business, that you're willing to sell them a portion of your route. That's something that you can offer them so that they know that if they work for you and they decide to go on their own, that you may be willing to sell them 20 or 30 pools if they decide to break off and start their own business. So it's a tough position to be in because they're out there working. They may see accounts they can take. They they're not necessarily going to take your accounts because I think that that's really dishonest if a employee starts taking your accounts because they are your accounts. You you pay them to service those accounts. So, But there's nothing really preventing them from starting their own partial route on the side and building up a business that eventually they want to leap into. And you have to just understand that in this industry, it's one of the probably the only one of the only industries where the employee can actually become an owner of a company without a lot of effort. I mean, if you have a restaurant and you have a, a cook and he wants to start his own restaurant, that's a lot of work. You got to get a building, got to get, you know, employees. So it's not the same thing where in pool service, if he's already doing pools and he's really good at it, he can easily get pools and do them and break away from you. So I'll go back to the beginning where I said your employee is kind of like a silent partner of sorts, maintaining your assets. And in some ways you are going to be his mentor in ways because Eventually, if he's ambitious, he wants to break away and start his own pool route. So there has to be a really friendly relationship with your employee because one day he may be someone who's, I wouldn't say a competitor, but he may be someone in the industry with his own route next to your route. And, you know, there's an alliance there that you can form between a former employee and yourself. And I think you have to look at it that way, that if your employee is ambitious and he's going to start his own business, you can't prevent it. And you shouldn't prevent it. You should be helping him in any way you can to do this in an honest and professional way. And if you're looking for other podcasts I've recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon, and there'll be over 1,300 podcasts that will appear there for you. You can definitely find something to listen to. And if you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week, and God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.